All right, we're back with our 70th episode. We're we're getting close to 100. So um, on the eve of high school wrestling tournaments or competitions, so that starts tomorrow. So super exciting. Um, obviously, this year is going to be a completely different year, and we're already seeing the effects of that. Um, Cash Valley Classic already got canceled. I think it got canceled today or last night. Um, so we're already starting to see the effects of COVID and how the season is going to play out. Um, you know why they canceled that? Because they had, I think, 10 guys test positive or something like that. Gotcha. And so the admin had them shut, made them shut it down. So um, I, I don't think that's the last tournament we see get canceled. Um, and yeah, so anyways, it's going to be an interesting year. And, and teams are going to be, I mean, there's another team, I think Bonneville, they're out for a while. Um, as they had a bunch of guys test positive also. Um, so you're going to see that throughout the whole year. And quite frankly, hopefully it hits your team before divisionals and state, because that would be the worst time to hit. So and it, it would be terrible. So, um, okay. So a couple, a couple new things. Well, I guess a um, couple things, well, announcements. We'll start there. Um, the as as many youth found out this weekend, they tried to register a little late um, for the Charger Classic, and, and a ton of kids got left out. I got email after email after email, and, and I don't know how how much more I can stress this, but coaches, you've got to tell your kids to register like one or two weeks in advance for these tournaments. Like these these parents are emailing me pleading to get in, and there's absolutely zero I can do to get you in because these tournaments have strict caps and there's nothing we can do about it. And quite frankly, um, the youth state tournament will have a cap on it, unfortunately. And we, we hate to cap our state tournaments, especially the youth state tournaments, but there's absolutely zero, nothing we can do to, to stop that. So again, yeah. what? Can I be an example? Yes. Was I able to get in the tournament this weekend? No, you weren't. And I was you, not. You, you're one of the parents that called me. I did. I said, Hey, well, I, I knew there was an opening one. I, it showed on there. One of them was capped out and the other one wasn't. And I, and I was just seeing if there was another one to get both of them. in. if I said, if I couldn't get both then I'm not doing it. Right. So I couldn't, so I didn't, I didn't do the tournament. So I'm, I'm just, I'm not, it, Jeff's not making exceptions for anybody. So <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. If you feel like Jeff's, that's true. You're giving you crap. Like I'm in the same boat, man. Yeah. So I, so, I was slow on this one. I re I registered for the Turkey tussle like a month and a half in advance. So. <laughs> right. So anyways, register early. We got the charger classic this weekend, pro Bowl holiday classic as well. Do you have, or Delta running some duels. Um, next week, the tiny hero opens canceled youth tournament. So, Next week, I, you heart, you, I think you have Juab next week and you have Fremont, and that's it. And then on Monday, you have Battle Royale, which I think already has over 200 kids registered. It's capping at 500. So that will cap out probably within the week. And then you have Rec League State on Tuesday, which also I think has around 100, maybe a little more. I don't know if that will cap out as quickly because I don't know how many beginners we have wrestling, period. But definitely – that's on Monday and Tuesday, the 21st and 22nd. And then you have, I think, North Severe is hosting a dual tournament on the 28th. The Champions Tournament, Caleb Williams Memorial, is on the 30th of December. 
And then you have the Christmas slash duels on the 1st of January, which has moved to the Utah Convention Center um, in Provo. And then on the 2nd, you have the Salt Lake Slam also at Utah Valley Convention Center. Now, a couple updates on a couple things looking forward. And, and I'm going to spill the beans now. Um, we, the all-star match, we do not know what, if that will be held at UVU this year. Um, hey, if you're on, we're going to mute everybody here real quick. Um, the all-star match, we, might, we may be getting moved out of the UCCU Center for the all-star match. I'll know more tomorrow, hopefully. But you know, the, essentially, what's coming, what's happening is UVU is not allowing outside events at the UCC, UCCU Center through January. So that also brings, if you do the math, and you know what other tournaments are at UVU in January. Um, they're trying to work that out. We're trying to work that out. They're they're talking about no fans, so we may be able to host the All Star match at UVU, but we would be able to have no fans, and that's one option. So, anyways, it, it's a mess. These last two weeks have been running around trying to figure out new venues. Um, moving a little bit further than that, we have U Super State Tournament, which um, right now will not be in Farmington. It will most likely end up being at the Severe Valley Center. So again, U Super State Tournament will most likely be at the Severe Valley Center, and hopefully we'll um, hopefully we'll. Uh, solidify those plans again tomorrow or Monday. Um, so a lot of new things, things are moving every week. Things are changing. I have no idea where Northern State's going to be. I got to figure out that's currently scheduled at Bingham, but it could be changing. Um, so hopefully everyone's flexible this year. You know, our high school Christmas clash, um, it, it, we're having it at Westlake and we actually just solidify the second location today. We're a week away from the tournament and we just barely got a second location at Skyline. So that's what that's going to happen. Um, anyways, there's the update on what's the moving pieces and kind of where things are going. If you guys have questions, throw them in the chat, let us know. And we're more than happy to answer questions throughout this, this, uh, show. So, um, Nate, Ben, am I missing anything on the changes or what's going on with kind of the moving pieces to the season? Dude, I can't even, I can't even keep up with how much stuff's moving, man. It's crazy. It is. It's crazy. It used to be like a day to day thing. Now it's like hour to hour. It really is like, like one hour I'm thinking for the all-stars we're completely out of the UCCU center. And then I hear, then I finally talk to them and then I'm here. Maybe we're, we can stay in. It just, yeah. Anyways, it's changing every, every hour. So, um, also new, um, girls high school weight classes. They came out the other day. They are official for this season. Um, Nate and Ben, I don't know if you guys have seen them or not. Ben, have you have. Um, essentially, what they did, um, the lowest weight class is 108, which is, you know, some people may look at that and think it's kind of strange that 108 for the girls is a higher starting weight class than the boys at 106. Um, the heaviest weight for girls is 245. So the original proposal was start at 100, go to 105, 110, and then go up, cap it at 235. So now they, they started at 108, and then they're going to cap it at 245. So they bumped that cap up a little bit. Um, but essentially, the reason they did that is because they, they only had a couple girls, a few girls that, um, that uh, 
that hydrated at 100 and 105. And so they just felt like they, the numbers better fit for 108 to start with just because the low numbers at those lower weights. So, um, and essentially, and I'm going to read, I'm going to look over here at my, this other screen for a second. Um, and this may not be 100% accurate because I know additional girls have hydrated since probably. So the numbers could be a little off, um, but this is semi kind of where we're at right now. And this is total girls at each weight class, 1A through 6A. And obviously these numbers are gonna change because as girls drop weight, they'll, they'll move into another weight class, et cetera. But as it sits right this second, or you know, barring extra girls that have hydrated since these numbers came out, but 108, 15 total girls, 115, 25, 120, 23. And actually I'm not gonna read them all, but essentially the biggest weight class was 235 before they changed it but it had 29 girls in it. Um, 132 had 28 girls. Most of them are, all of them are in the 20s, except for 145 had 19, and then 108 had 15. All the rest are, you know, 20, 23 to 29 um, girls in it, total, all classifications. So um, decent numbers. I mean, I, it, I think it's good. They, they do not know yet how they're going to do the state tournament. Um, next week, I do believe they're meeting again to, to make those decisions. Um, I, I, I know there's push for multiple ways. There's one push to keep them all one classification. There's one push to break them up into two or three classifications. Um, anyways, I, my, my, my thought, I would like to see them all stay in one classification, but, um, I, I get the, the other argument is let's, let's break them up into smaller classifications more people win, which will hopefully bring more girls into the sport because more opportunities, more chances. And I get, and I see that rationale also. I think they should move to eight like the high school boys are. They might, <laughs> they might. So next week though, they'll have an answer. And my guess, and I'm just throwing a guess out there, but I feel like it's going to be 1A through 4A and then 5A and 6A. Oh, I forgot another piece. Um, of new information. And I don't even know this, how public this is, but I'm going to say it anyways. But um, the 3A, 4A state tournament is not at UVU this year. Did you know that, Ben, Nate? No. Because okay, it's But Jeff knew we breaking news. I, but I, it's, don't take it to the bank. Don't change your schedules. But um, from my understanding, they got bumped from UVU. Um, they don't have a location. They don't have a date. They're hoping, um, my, my guess would be it, it moved to the Sphere Valley Center the same date, but I, I don't know. I think this is recent that they got bumped from UVU. And yeah, and I don't know how soon they're going to know the answer, where, where it's going. Maybe they already have the answer. Maybe they've already emailed the coaches. I don't know. Um, I hope I'm currently it. looking for angel investors to build a wrestling venue in Southern Utah County. We need it. Anybody Gigantic. Know? So the only, so as from my knowledge, five, uh, eight, six, they will be at UVU. So my guess again, is that they're going to want to break up the girls one, eight through four, a, and then five, eight, and six, a, because five, eight, six, a will be at UVU. One, eight through four, a could be at severe Valley. Um, but again, if you're a coach listening to this, make sure you check on that before you change your bus schedule. 
because um, obviously anything can change. I, I a few days ago I thought we were bumped out of UVU and now we're possibly back at UVU. So who knows? It could have changed from day to day. Anyways, any questions on on the girls? Let us know. New weights, they're official. From my understanding, it's not changing. Um, I was looking. I was looking at this weekend. Um, the AK forty seven girls tournament. I think has like sixty six girls in it, which is a good size tournament. I don't know a lot of these. A lot of these tournaments, you can't really see the, all the participants yet. Um, I do know next week our high school Christmas clash girls division. We are capped. Well, if all the coaches bring the amount of girls they say we we have two hundred twenty four girls coming exactly on the dot. So. That'll be, that's almost like, it's like 80% of the total girls have hydrated in the state. So, um, big good tournament for the girls. Anything else on girls, Ben and Nate? Not that I know of. Okay, well, let's move on. Beehive Top 25 then. We have our rankings expert on here. I wouldn't go that far, but. I, I okay. would. So, <laughs> Beehive Top 25. Ben, we're getting a lot of comments, and I've been reading through these comments today, kind of preparing for this. Um, I guess take us through, you know, maybe some of the controversy, you know, maybe some maybe some of the questions on the comments. Like, you don't don't you don't have to go through the whole thing, but if there's any one or two points that maybe stand out that people have been questioning or or you want to bring up, take us go for it. So. There's always there's always questions about why is this person not on the list or this person should be higher. Um, I'm more than willing to and happy to to answer any like specific questions and just explain the rationale. Um, it's just hard to do it when there's no. They just say that somebody should be ranked higher. Um, well, I can tell you this that these most ninety percent of the people that comment just go off like what they feel. They have no statistics to back up what they say they just say it and yeah and that's obviously i mean that's for someone doing the rankings that's probably the most frustrating thing to even respond to it they're like why is he here and the, the response to that why shouldn't he be here like yeah like do your research before you post a dumb question about why is someone here like like look why they're there look it doesn't take long to get on track profile and see what they've done and then look at it and then post and say hey this kid did this this and this he should be here because this kid did this, this, and this. Anyways, well, a couple of a couple of the other um, conversations in a conversation that you and I had the other day um, was about off-season wrestling. Um, I mean, this is the first um, ranking that the, or at least the closest ranking that came out um, to the season starting. I know we released it before the season started. Um, we released the 5A rankings before the season started. Um, and so we have a fairly good idea what those kids are doing based on hydration and stuff. Um, but, and this is, this is just our best guess as to what they're doing. Um, but we, we talked about how, what off season tournaments look like and we had, and we both Jeff and I, uh, if I got our conversation wrong, um, let, feel free to correct me, but we don't like. I don't hold getting beat at a at a tournament in the in the off season against a person. Really, 
that kids can move up by performing well. And there were, we didn't really have all Americans this year, but in the past kids have moved up quite a ways by earning all American honors or placing high at off season tournaments. Um, but unless it's a head to head win, then most kids aren't going to go down because there's other kids, there's other kids, those, those kids are out there putting it on the line all year long and other kids aren't obviously in season matches matter a lot more. And we're going to, this will be, this could be shook up quite a bit come Monday morning, but that was one of the questions that people had. I mean, I, the off season piece is very difficult because for me, like if a kid comes in and competes and does what, well, like it sticks in your mind because that's that's what you have to go off of. If someone comes in and competes poorly, well, that's again what sticks in your mind. So like it's hard sometimes to do these rankings, you know, and and take that out of the equation to some degree, at least the kids that don't perform well. Um, and, and I'll give an example. And, and for those that are listening, I I try and be very like careful with what I say because I understand these are high school kids. And I don't want anybody to think I'm like bagging on a high school kid or anything or talking bad about them. So I'm very careful on what I say. So I'll be careful here. But I'll use this as an example. And again, I all these kids, like I have no issues with a single kid um, in this, like in this state in the high school level. So don't take any of this wrong. Um, but this specific example, okay? You know, you take Josh Millward. And I was looking at this because he's one of the kids that, you know, people are putting about maybe on the bubble. He should maybe be in, maybe he shouldn't. Um, you know, and, and actually he's probably one that I argue could be in. And, and um, but like at the, was it Bigfoot battle? He placed third or fourth. What did he place? Fourth. He placed fourth at the Bigfoot battle. He beat Lars Michelson from Washington. Very tough kid. Um, at 145. In that same bracket at 145, you have Jacob Finlinson, and obviously Jacob was wrestling up a weight, but you also have Channing Warner, who from what I hear is going to be at 38 and also wrestling up a weight. But you have both of them in that weight, and both of those two kids lost to Lars Michelson, and, and Josh beat him. And so, you, like you're saying with the offseason wrestling, you know, Channing, he's number three on the list. He lost to Lars Michelson, who Josh Miller beat. So, in your mind, you're like, okay, Josh should be on heel here. Channing should be lower. You know, same with Jacob because they both lost the kid Josh beat. Well, the thing it's, it's off season wrestling again. And, and that's the hard thing to figure out and compute is where, how, how much you give this off season wrestling. Cause maybe, maybe they weren't training. Maybe they don't care. Maybe whatever. Right. Um, so it's, you've got to take a lot of the off season wrestling out as much as, as hard as it is to do. Cause quite, quite frankly, I, I see Quade Smith at number 10 on the list. I think he should be higher, you know, but I think a lot of that's skewed because he's been going to the Western States events and he's placing at them. Whereas a lot of our kids are going to Western States events and not placing. But again, you got to go back to, you know, in season and really try and focus on what happened last season and really take what happened in the off season with a grain of salt. Anyways, continue. Um, I'm not sure what other what other pressing questions or did you have any that stuck out to you as people needing answers? Um, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to kind what of about, scroll through. What things. about the Ward kid that beat Garcia twice? Yeah, Trenton Ward. 
I was so looking. go ahead. He's like he's right there on the bubble and very well could be ranked. It's I'm gonna tell you, it's super hard to do these rankings. And if anybody wants to put out something that's competing with those, I'd be happy to look at them and comment on the message board anonymously. But Trent Ward's doing had a good season last year. Um, he was a big 106 pounder. Um, and I don't know what weight he's going to be at this year. Um, but he's right there. And honestly, it, it's hard. It's hard when we're talking about Kyson Garcia, because Kyson lost a, some matches last year, but he's also one of two all Americans um, from Fargo. And he's, he's placed well at all the tournaments. He's nationally ranked on flow. And he was undersized at 106. So some of those things are taken into consideration. Now, where he's wrestling 113 this year and some of the other guys on the list who beat him last year at 113, it's hard. I just look at Kyson Garcia as one of those kids who might be the next big thing out of Utah. And I think... So it's hard with beating Garcia, but it's all Trent. Trent will probably make the list as soon as he steps on the mat and and wrestles like he did last year. So Ben, you know, um, question with Caden Erkenbrack, right? He's in there. Yeah. Um, you explained it on the board before I can look for the comment, but tell me his good wins. He beat Trenton Ward, so him and Ward split. Yeah. Last year, so Ward. So real quick, Ward last year he had a big win against Erkenbrack. He split with Erkenbrack and he beat Tyson Garcia and he beat Jacob Carson. Now, like you said before, Jacob was an undersized 106 last year. Same with Tyson. Trenton was yeah. a big 106. So how, I mean, like you said, how much do those factor in? He did get the win though. So, but yeah. Erkenbrack, he had some other big wins, right? He he beat the only person he lost to um, besides Ward. Um, that was in state was Dason Torgerson. And then he had and wins against who? Kyson, Jacob, and he beat Ward. He, so he split with Ward. So him and Ward basically beat the same people and lost the same. Yeah. People, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're pretty even. Like you said, I mean, you probably Trenton could have been in there. Maybe not, maybe, but. He, yeah. He and there, and there's a lot of kids in that will, we're putting some things out. Um, we'll publish a on the verge um, article about kids who are right there. And um, we put some stuff on um, and the beehive 25 Instagram page that we started. Um, so go check that out on Instagram beehive 25 rankings. Um, we got some videos because Josh Jensen helped me learn how to do that stuff. And so we we po we posted some stuff about Will Harmon. Posted some stuff about Jacob Carson. Just barely. Um, we'll get some stuff up there about Trenton and some other guys that are that are right there. And honestly, the bottom the bottom half of the twenty of that rankings are pretty fluid because there's a lot of kids in in the same weight classes and a lot of kids that'll see each other head to head pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, going through these, I mean, there's a lot of bubble kids. I, um, and a lot of these people, I mean, they can, they can interchange. I mean, there's arguments, like you said, that at the bottom, bottom 
handful, there's arguments to put a different five in there than the five that are currently. And quite frankly, I, 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 and I, me and Ben had this conversation. I, I would probably switch out a couple um, and, and move a couple, I guess, you know, looking at this list, I, you know, I, Roush was one mentioned. And I think, I think Roush is good enough to be on that list. I think what yeah. holds him back is state tournament last year. He, he, he lost. And it, you know, it, it wasn't a, a loss we thought he was going to have. And that's why Andrew Jensen got on over him because Andrew ended up winning that bracket. Right. I'm thinking right. And Roush lost the kids. So, even though I think Roush beat Jensen during the season. So that shows you yeah. like Roush will pro either get on there very, very quickly, most likely. I mean, but I going through this list. Here are my people I like. Um, I think Andrew Jensen will move up the list as well as I do think Mark Roush will get on the list. But I like Andrew Jensen as a junior now. He was a sophomore last year. I like him as a junior. He's in the upper weight. He's tough on top. I, I, like, I like him moving up higher in the list. I like Jacob Carson coming onto the list as well. He's looked good in the offseason tournaments. Um, it sounds like he's going to be at 113, though, so he's not going to be terribly big. But I, I also don't think he's small necessarily like he was last year at 106. Um, he's made 106 this offseason, but I, I'm pretty sure he didn't hydrate for 106. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like Trenton Ward will probably be at 113 based on my best guess, but then I was already wrong once today on that. So I like, I like Quade Smith, but again, I don't yeah. know what weight he's going to end up at. Um, you know, I One of the know. comments said he won't, he won't make 13 again, which dashes my hopes of seeing him wrestle Kyson Garcia. Yeah. Well, he made one I don't know if he made one thirteen or one fifteen for this summer, but let the last couple of turns he's been at one twenty. So I, you know, I, at 120, it'll be interesting to see kind of where he plays out, but I, I like him, um, you know, and, and I, and I, I think Tyson Garcia technically is one of the best wrestlers in the state. Um, now he's, he's got to perform and, and beat some of these other guys throughout the season and, and show that he belongs as top five, but I think he's a top five kid um, this year. And so, yeah. um, and, and quite frankly, I, technical, technically, I think he's the number one kid in the state right now. Um, the one thing I would like to see Tyson do more is attack more. Like I think he, he's when he get, when he gets going, he's very very good. But I would, you know, I, I wish what I if he attacks more, he's going to be dominant. I guess is the best way yeah. to put it. Um, you know, we haven't seen River for a while, so who knows what we're gonna, what we're going to get there. But I mean, he's, you know, if he puts it together as a senior, he's going to be fun to watch and very tough to beat as well. Um, anyways, those are some guys I like on the list that I think can move up quickly. Um, yeah, I think it's a good list. Um, this weekend, Ben, you've, you've probably looked at it the most. Um, are we putting up previews by the way? I'm working on it. It's super hard um, with like, it's Thursday. The tournament starts tomorrow and there's coaches that don't have lineups in for the Juab Winter Classic or the Wasatch Duels. Um, so it's hard to, to kind of gauge what's going what's gonna to happen. I know that Wasatch has a, two different sets of teams coming. It's almost a different tournament on Friday versus what it is on Saturday. Um, Aldemont, Green River, Millard, Morgan, Mountain Crest, Mountain Ridge, Payson, and Ridgeline will be there to wrestle with Wasatch tomorrow 
Nate, uh, why can't we get lineups? We can't get and see lineups at Wasatch. Don't you have some pull with that? What's, I do. What's, what's so secretive? Why? That's, that's my pet peeve. How come tournament directors do not let release lineups to the public? Like, we want to we promote the sport, promote matchups. It's the day before the tournament, and we still don't know who's wrestling who. We can't promote anything for this tournament. Uh, I and I, I and I tried a hard time getting my uh, little kids to the elementary duel tomorrow night and get all their weights in and their parents texting me what time to show up and running practice. So I, I don't know about that. Hey, you need to start delegating for the greater good here. Trying to run a I, podcast here. <laughs> um, it's, I know I know a lot more about Juab than I do about um, Wasatch. Uh, there was a there was a some communication issues with with Wasatch, and I thought that having certain permissions would help me see stuff, and it didn't work out that way. Um, I know that, so I can guess. We I mean we can guess at some matchups we might see at the Wasatch Intermount duels, but. I, you but can't like even said, guess because you don't know, know what weight they're going to go. Like, I, I'm looking at, like, I don't even know what team. So, let's say, like, Juab, for example. I look, Dylan Dick isn't even listed on the roster. So, I mean, we can guess, but it's going to be a, a far-fetched guess because we don't even know who's wrestling, what weight they're going to be at, or anything. Well, I can almost guarantee you that Dylan Dick's going to fill the hole at 160 for Uena at the, that the big school. Well, there, there's a hole there for him, and somebody on the co- on the comments said that he was that big. So, Got the it. kid's been 138 pounds since he was in first grade. So I don't know. Right. Um. So okay, so let's talk Juab then. So I, okay. I've been looking at over the lineups. Um. Or do you do you know of any off the top of your head any tough good matches that we can look forward to? The duels, what are your thoughts? So Juab has the same kind of thing doing, going with two, with a Friday tournament and a Saturday tournament. Are the better Sat- teams on Saturday? Well, or not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, there's a the more the better. So yes, technically, there's some solid solid teams and some solid kids coming on Friday, um, but the be- the best the better tournament will be on Saturday. Um, on Saturday, you have three pools, and then the top three oh, out of those, the, the the number ones will wrestle, and the number twos will wrestle. Um, you got Juab, Duchesne, Salem Hills, and Fremont in the Crimson Pool. Um, the Gold Pool has number eight Miller, number four Uena, Blackfoot, Idaho, and North Summit. Um, the Black Pool has Box Elder, who in our preseason team rankings were number nine. We got number seven Emory and number eighteen Mountain View. And so the Westlake, yeah, Westlake, and Westlake. I I didn't forget your Westlake team. Who's gonna win that pool? That's gonna be tough. That was a good um, pool. Yeah, that, Emory tough too. In in the World Cup, they call it the pool of death, and that's the pool of death. So, because... Yeah, my question is, the, this pool, I mean, in, in gold, I guess you got you went to, is Blackfoot pretty good? They're traditionally pretty solid. And Millard's good. I mean, that's a tough pool, too. If you went to yeah. Millard and then Blackfoot, so and then the Crimson Pool, 
you got Juab. That's it. Yeah. Well, so, do Shane won two way last year, bro. Yeah, but they are at least, <laughs> at least you have made it tough for him. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, that, to me, these pools seem a little bit. That's like Alabama putting, uh, I don't know, all D, D2 schools to play against in their first pool. I mean, yeah. when I look at, I even look at um, Fremont's lineup. I don't, I mean, maybe they're tougher than I think they are, but it doesn't look. Like, like, I don't know if they're missing some guys, but they have some young, young good guys for sure. But okay, wait. Not to change subjects, but I'm changing subjects for just a half a second. Okay. This 17-year-old freshman from Payson, what weight is he? 160. And I don't think he's – he's not 17. I don't think he's 18? 16 yet. Is he 18? No, he's – I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's 15. Wait, he's 160? Is he going to get any good matchups this weekend? I don't know. Who's Wasatch got at 160? I don't know. <laughs> You're supposed to know these things. Copy some cream puff. I don't know. <laughs> you just made somebody really mad and hurt their feelings. <laughs> no, I don't know. I honestly, I have no idea what their lineup is. Okay, let, let's let's come back to what Landon Shirtliff's going to do at, at Wasatch, and let's finish talking about Payson or okay. talking about the Juab duels. Okay. Um. So, some interesting matchups that'll be fun to watch. Obviously, Box Elder and Emery is going to be a fun duel to watch. And Box Elder must really hate Wasatch. They used to always come to the Wasatch duels ever since they got the new coach. I think the new coach hates Wasatch because he refuses to come to anything of ours or the Rumble, too, for that matter. I don't know. Well, his first year they were up there because Parker and Cochran wrestled their first year. Yeah, but year. then after that, they won't. he said they won't ever come back or something, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Rivalry there. I don't know. Maybe you guys need to start going to the to their tournament and we'll see. You go. You guys go to Richardson Memorial, and then they'll come to you. I think we did send a team to Richardson. Well, and we sent all, but we sent all of our other kids to Doc B. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm interested to see what um, Braden Robinson does. Um, he'll have some tough matches in in that pool. Um, Wait, where's he? Where does he wrestle at? Westlake. Oh, okay, I know who he is. Jeff, is he every bit of one thirteen now? Braden. Yeah. Is he a freshman or a sophomore? Freshman. Freshman. Okay. <clears throat> and so he's got he's got some solid kids. Um, where's he going this weekend? There. At John, are they both? They'll have two teams at Wasatch and probably two teams at um, Juab okay. that's because that's how many kids they have wrestling on their team. <laughs> we all right. We could see if West, depending on how the pools go, we might get to see Finlayson versus Merkley. I don't. Looking at the pools, I don't see that happening. Hey, real quick, just make it happen. Hey, I'm gonna go back, Nate, to your comment. Um, Sherliff isn't that old. I know. Break. I was just saw it on the thing. I was joking. <laughs> I like, don't even know who the kid is. I just like, saw that everybody was like, he's a 16-year-old freshman. No. I, I, unless <clears throat> Kyson Garcia, and I just looked him up, Jacob Carson and Kyson Garcia are, are one year older than Landon Sherliff. They're, or, or I should say they're 10 months older. 
Yeah. We're pretty much one year old. That's old. And one grade old above him. The freshman? Dang. So, I mean, he is normal. Like, he's not – like, he's a held back kid. Like, Was he born in Russia? Well, he's – Because nobody knows how old people are in Russia, so he could be really old. But, like, like these people – and I'm serious. No, I know you're joking, but – I'm joking. People are complaining. I know. About him being older, but – he is no different than, you know, say a Jacob Carson or a Tyson Garcia. Like, or a Stockton O'Brien. Or a Stockton, yeah. I mean, no different. At, yeah, on, in, I totally agree. Although Stockton wasn't even close to 16 with his freshman year. <laughs> when is Stockton's birthday? What month? He's the end of June. Yeah, so Stockton, two months, he, he was a held back freshman. And so, same, no different than Landon, essentially. Um, Landon, if they were one grade apart, you know. Well, he wasn't held back. He was just started. Well, same. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but same concept, right? Yeah, Um, like we didn't hold him back his eighth grade year. Right. Like Like Bo Bartlett, Jesse Vasquez. As far as great, as far as like month, year, like birth date, right? There's no difference. Um, between Landon, Landon I would, was, tell, I would tell every parent that has a child, especially a boy, that's especially going into the summer months. I would strongly encourage yeah, them to start a year late because boys struggle. I agree. Academic. So, I mean, the, the people commenting though about him being old, like, no, he is he is not that old actually, and he is he is a held he's held back a few months. That's it. Like it's not like he's completely. When's his birthday? It's a May birthday. Yeah, that's not bad. So I mean, so, it's not it's not out of the ordinary to see that, and there are actually a lot of kids that do that. Um, I, I even know of kids in March that were here. most but, most of the kids in California. If you're not 19, your senior year, right. you did something wrong as a parent in California. Well, and if you don't believe Nate O'Brien, go read the Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell because he yes, lays it out. That's with where statistics. I got it all from. That's where I got it. it. It, it's that's where it's, i got it from dude yeah the problem it's science the problem I, you know you know you know who you know who tipped you know who tipped garcia on that one pat and i you. were running in a hotel at fargo was it fargo we were running on the treadmill in the morning at fargo and we got into this whole conversation about malcolm gladwell and holding kids back and the reason why and a lot of it's most of it's academic in my opinion and and so he did that for Kyson. It's been really great for him. So, well, and I think I think with Landon Shirtliff, I mean, he's a stud, and he, he's been a stud for a long time. And I mean, I don't know if it's <clears throat> going to help him or hurt him. He'll be a he'll be a monster his senior year, but he would have got better last year in the pacing room than he did wrestling junior high kids. Well, it might have been easier but, for you coming in at a lighter weight than one six. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he so was about that, that size that last year, so kinder, you know. So I, I mean, think he's a big kid and he's athletic and he's good. So when you're when you're one of the best, I mean, people are going to find reasons to tear you down and and be negative towards you. It comes with it comes comes with being one of the better kids, and unfortunately, it is what it is. But you know, in you know. And we're talking about Landon. There's nothing wrong with his age right now, in my opinion. And there's others that are are older than him that are going to be coming in as freshmen or were older than him.
But just because he's the best, he's the one that people want to pick out of the crowd. Anyways, okay, go back. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's the one that caught me on the uh, message board. So yeah, I but just, I, yeah, I, I know I saw it too, and it's just it. that kind of stuff. So I brought I brought it brought up like, to discuss it. So really, that's why. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so, back to you. Okay, I sorry, I I was concentrating over here checking ages, <laughs> but um, did you get my text, Jeff? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um. Anyways, going back to the pools, am <clears throat> I wrong on this? Like, we have the gold pool and the black pool. That, you know, the gold pool Miller, you went to in Blackfoot. Essentially, I'm looking at Fiat top twenty five teams. Okay. Let's say Blackfoot is good because you said they're typically good. You could have three guys, three teams inside the Beehab top 25 teams wise. And then you have Westlake, Box Elder, Emory. Is Mountain View top 25 team? Emory's number seven, Matt. Emory's the second. No, sorry, not Emory. Team. Sorry, Mountain View, I meant. Sorry, Mountain yeah, View. Yeah, they're, they're 18. Mountain View is? Yeah. Holy smoke. So in that pool, you have. Hey, I saw Mountain View is going to be like 3A next year. Or 4A, sorry, 4A. Uh, Probably. So on the BF Top 25, you have number seven in Emory. You have number nine in Box Elder. You have 13 Westlake and number 18 Mountain View. All four teams in the top yeah. 20. And then in, in the Gold Pool, you have Millard and Uinta. Where are they at? They're in the top 10, right? Millard and yep. Uinta. That's number four and number eight. And then Fremont is, is Fremont in here? No. Yes, they're number 21. No. So they're a little bit lower. But then in Juab pool, Ju Fremont number 21, and then Juab. Duchesne and Salem are not in the top 25. So you're not wrong. And that I, I'd like to see those pools change a little bit. Are they set in stone or are they just put uh, in? They're probably set in stone, huh? I don't know. Gotta pad your stats. Hey, but so that would be an interesting. I mean, essentially, Juab's gonna win their pool with flying colors. Um, yes, Uinta should technically win theirs, but it'll be good. Then the Miller would be a fun one. <clears throat> yeah, where's all the where's all the big schools from up north wrestling? Like, they're not because everything else was canceled up there. Right. So like West and like uh, let's see what else is. Um, some other kids that are pretty good wrestlers. Are they not wrestling this week? I do believe going to Brighton now, though. Okay, so Brighton yeah. is doing something. Bright okay. Brighton's got a duels tournament going on. Okay. So you're, if the pools stay the same, you're guaranteed to have a rematch at the state finals at 195 between Cochran and Stafford. And that'll yeah. probably look yep. the exact same as it did last time. Um. You'll have Raddy Stafford at 182 versus Hayes Dalton in in pool play. Good. And then the and I think that if if Emory beats Box Elder, then you'll have Dalton versus Harmon when they wrestle Juab, and that might be this year's state finals at 182. Dalton Harmon's wrestling again? Not Dalton. Will his little brother? You said Dalton Harmon. Dalton well, Harmon. Dalton versus Harmon. Let me enunciate. Uh, there was somebody I wanted to see wrestle Cochran. That's 182. Who? Oh, Andrew Jensen. I want to. I want to see that match. There, Maple Mountain. Maple, Mountain's, Maple Mountains at your place. 
is Cochran really that big? Does he have to cut to make 195, or is he like – No, I think he probably weighs about 195 when he <clears> – I'm pretty sure he'll Andrew, be wrestling 182. Is Andrew, is Andrew a, a thick 182, or is he like a – you know, is he like pushing the 190? And I think he's probably about 190. I saw him, I saw him in, the, in the room. I'm just trying to get a matchup between those two because I think that could be a pretty decent matchup. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be a fun matchup to watch. Um, I will tell you that Andrew is a frustrating human being to wrestle. Well, I've, I've been I've seeing him frustrate people for his entire life. So I've watched him wrestle a bunch. That's why I said it would be an interesting match. I, I, I would give the I would give the the upper hand not to Lucas, but I, I would definitely want to see that match. I want to see how Andrew would do. Well, I want to see the work that I've heard he's been putting in. And, and um, I think that'd be a fun matchup. Can we make that happen, Jeff? The all-stars? <clears throat> yeah. Will we even have the all-stars? I don't know. We don't uh, know anything yet. I want to, I want to see Andrew Jansen wrestle Talmadge Carmen. Yeah. I, I would like that well, one. Let's too. do a three man round Robin. I'd like that one too. Um, by the way, I think Emory, does Emory win this pool? I think so. I think I, Box, how did Emory, where did Emory come from? What what hole did they climb out of to be really good? Emory? Yeah. <laughs> the hole of Emory, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They, they just, have I mean, it's, it's interesting. Just, I mean, they're not like a powerhouse known wrestling community, you know, you don't. And so they, I think it's pretty cool. Build them for a long time, and their their coach their, their coach has like kids and nephews. So that's how that's okay. on the team. There and, you go. They have three, got, three Christiansons in their lineup: 106, 113, and one twenty six right now. Yeah. So that's good. And yeah, yeah. Um, that makes it fun. Though. A Mecca, a Mecca, two Meccarelio kids: one at one thirteen and one at one fifty two. Didn't they have um, like, yeah, <clears throat> I think there was a pretty good kid on their team last year that was last year or two years ago. That was, I know, I think he beat Sharky a couple times, at least once that I can think of. I'm not sure which kid you're talking about. That might've, that might've been the Meccarelio kid. He, the yeah. Meccarelio kid at one been about that weight, 45, 38, somewhere yeah. in there last year. That, that kid took third at the rumble last year. Their 82-pounder took third at the Rumble last year. What weight was the macaroni kid in? <laughs> 152. 52. He lost, he lost to the Juab. He lost to Cade Bowering and Juab in the okay. 3A finals. Okay. Hey, Ben, help me out here. Miller, are they missing some guys? I, I feel like this isn't their, their strongest lineup. I, I wondered about that, too. I mean, you look through their lineup, they're missing Bray. Isn't there Bray still out there? Yes. Mac Bray should be at 138 or somewhere in there. I, I feel like I, I look at this lineup and it's surprising to me. I, I felt like they're going to be better. Well, they also have a they also have a team at Wrestling Friday at Wasatch. So I don't know what's going on because I can't see Wasatch's lineups. We're keeping it secret. I just got a text message. It's top secret. 
Hey, tell them COVID's happening in the end. They want to fill the stands. They're not going to get subscribers. They want to fill the stands with people who want to. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know you why. Got, I mean, you got the Whitaker in there. You got Garcia. You got Raskinson. They'll have a Whitaker there. Camden Moe. Well, they got Joss and Casey Whitaker on their lineup, don't they? Oh, my goodness. They have what? <clears throat> Josh and Casey Whitaker on their lineup. No, no, it's going to be like the Millwards. There's going to be never-ending Millwards. No, no, no Casey Whitakers. I mean, so I feel like they're missing some guys. I don't feel like this yeah. is their toughest team. But, you know, I, I, they're, I don't, they're not going to beat Uinta with it right now. Not with, not with that lineup. I don't think that no. happens. And quite frankly, I mean, I don't – I think Emory I, – I, I don't know that they're a top-four team at this tournament with that lineup. How, how good do Uinta – you win is pretty good. Are they gonna? Are they the second best team there? Uh, I don't know. And they, have, yeah, I mean they're tough. I mean, they got the Mealy. The Mealy's moved in. Um, they got a heavyweight that's move in. I think right. Yeah, he came from. I think <coughs> I know he wrestled with the Bear Cave Club. I'm not sure if he was okay. at what high school. If he was at Pooter High School or at Windsor High School, but he can wrestled be, with the Bear Cave Club. Can they beat Juab with this lineup? Um, I don't think so. Can we go through weight by weight and make predictions? Wait, yeah. what? without someone stoning us for making the wrong decision? Well, yeah, I do. I do have have. Oh, all right, I got one more question for you. Then I can't remember what it was what? though. It was it was super important and pressing. <laughs> okay, I'm pulling up Juab's lineup and and Juab's lineup is pretty good though. I don't know. How many do you have? You have one in versus how many do you have? You we'll do that. We'll, that way we don't get stoned to death. Well, I don't. I gotta know who the kids are. I don't know any of the kids of the weights. I mean, oh man, that's just tough. say the names. It's okay. You gonna make your okay? One hundred six. I will. Rowdy Peterson versus Logan Holmes. That's a tough one. I don't know any of. I don't know either one of. Those. I don't know I a lot of these kids either. But give your best shot. I say Peterson. I, I would go Peterson's a kid too. on two right? Yeah, what? but that's I mean that's a toss up. <clears throat> that is a close match. Logan, oh, I don't have a strike profile in here. Logan, I'm gonna have to say Peterson by a th a three point win there or th three points for Juab. Logan Holmes is a freshman. What did he do last year? There's like ten profiles. So I can't. He d he DNP'd at the junior high state tournament last year. Well, so I Rowdy might pin him then. I don't know. I, it's hard to say, and it's hard to know how much kids grow and what okay, weight he was going, at last year. We're going with Rowdy Peterson. So you have got one there. Number one thirteen, Dax Johnson versus Jackson McCurdy. Jackson McCurdy's good, but Jack Johnson's good too. Yeah. And I think you go with. I think in that one, again, I don't. I don't know that it's a given, but I think you go with. Um, Dax, who's a little bit more proven on the high school level, at least. I mean, and Jackson, Jackson's super state champion last year. He beat Bracken Burnett in his final. I mean, that's a good win. He won, well, junior, won junior high state. I mean, who knows? But that could be another toss-up match, maybe. Yeah. But if you're going odds, you probably go with Dax. I mean, with the, he had a good season last year. We'll go two for Juab, even though I think it very easily could be one and one. One twenty, Erkenbrack versus Mealy. This will be a fun match. Um, 
and obviously Mealy's moving. So let me look. I don't know. My, I know. Well, I know what it was now. I will come back to it. Don't forget to remind me. Write about, it down about the kid who beat Finlandson from PG. Okay. You want to talk about Diatley? Yeah, we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, I think you get. I, I think you'll give it to Mealy in this one. Yeah. I mean, Mealy's a state champ. He took eighth at the Rumble at 120. He's not new to that weight. I know that Erkenbrecht's planning on going down to 13. Um, and so I think Mealy will be bigger. I mean, Clayson Mealy's no joke. Okay, well, let's say Mealy. So it's two to one. Okay. <clears throat> Barry versus Hubert. Um, I got Hubert. I might lean Huber too. I, I Sperry looked good when I saw him over the summer, but is Hubert a senior this year? Yeah, let's go Hubert. We'll roll yeah. senior. Okay. We'll go Hubert. Make it two two, and that way if Jackson McCurdy pulls the upset over Dax Johnson, you know, well out of those first four ways it goes two two. That's a, that way, okay. you know. Anyway, one thirty two, Gabe Perry versus Jackson Johnson. I don't know. I don't know on that one either. I don't. I don't know either one of them. Why? Well, actually, I like. Um, I think you go Juab on that one. The, the Perry kids. The Perry kids pretty solid, but your guess is as good as mine. I think you it's, go it, Juab it, on that one. Let's go Juab on that one. One thirty-eight. Cooper I Ford think versus Brady Merkley. Merkley, Merkley. and that. That's probably a bonus point win. Um, and then um, to Merkley. So where are we at? 3-3? Three, three? Yep. Yeah. 45, Channing Warner, Josh Holmes. Well, that's Warner and probably bonus points. So they probably switch bonus points at those two weights. They ought to, they ought to bump one and bump the other one down and have the other two wrestle just for fun. Um, so yeah, that would be, that would be good. So we're at four, four. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Um, 52 Ingram versus Wapsock. Got to go to Ingram right there, right? Ingram. Yeah. Wapsock. Um, okay. So now we're five, four, 60. Let's just say they slide in Dylan at one sixty, just to make it fun. Okay. Okay. Um, Logan Haldaway versus Dylan Dick. Obviously, you go Dylan. Yeah. So now we're 5-5. Five, five. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. 170, Taylor Newton versus Austin Richens. I go Austin Richens. Yeah, probably. 6-5. 82, Harmon versus Price. I go Harmon. Yeah. So now we're back to 6-6. Six, six. 95, Aiden Steely versus Jet Swain. I don't know Jet Swain. Who's Jet, Jet Swain? Swain? pretty tough. He's tough. Is he really? Yep. Well, let's look this up. He came eighth at the TOC last year. He's tough. Cool. He's just tough. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm just saying Okay, he's let's tough. come back to that one. Let's come back to that one. We're at 6'6 six, six right now. Yep. 220. Briggs Ludlow versus Gage Howard. I don't know. Anybody don't got any insight on that one? Nope. 
Briggs Ludlow, looking up his track profile, he did did not place at state, came fifth at divisionals. I think that's a toss-up. Yeah. I don't know either one of them. Let's go to heavy. Heavyweight, Shan Jackson versus Derek Tenney. Tenney. Tenney? He's not Tenney. I think it's Tenney. Okay. I like Tenney. I th- I think Shan Jackson wins that match, and it might be the duel. Wait, so Derek Tenney, is he the move-in that they got? Because he it shows no. the that you t- Okay. Where's their move-in at? I'm not sure. So then Maybe Shan he didn't Jackson ma- wins that one. Yeah. So that's 7-6, and we have two toss-ups, 95 and 220. Uinta would have to steal both of those. So it's going to be a close duel. So you went to steals both 195 and 220. They have a good shot. That's going to be a good one. I wish they had. Are they? They're not streaming, are they? Joel said he hadn't figured that out yet. Son of a Here's gun. What, what am I doing this weekend? We should go to that. Maybe I. We should. That would be fun to go down and stream it. My wife would kill me if I told her I was leaving. Take her with you. <laughs> Um, just how she wants to spend her Saturday night, right? One, one free Saturday night. I don't know. We got a board member down there that could maybe stream it for us. Who? Oh, Jolene. Yeah. Um, let me see them. Let me double check what Joel said. Okay. Let's go to the. Maybe I'll text Joel and let's go to the PG kid. Is he good? Okay, say that again. The PG kid that's a move in. He's good. I can. Where did he move in from? Maryland. Washington. No, that one. No, that. They got got a Washington move in and a Maryland move in. Deatley's from Maryland. Dang. I guess when you move in, you move to PG because that's where. the what's his name moved from Pennsylvania last year. Well, well, my can we talk? Let's talk about move ins this year and then we'll wrap up. PG, Coda Diatli, Israel Gonzalez. Um, what's it, uh, the kid's name slipping my mind? Um, Gabe Yoakum, 195. One more. Oh, Alex Immer, New Mexico. <laughs> I don't know if Alex is cleared or not. Um, that's some good move-ins. Yeah. Um, who else? I, I heard Leighton got one. Who else got some move-ins? Obviously, you went to got, got a couple. Wasatch got one at 195. Who was an Arizona State placer. Well, Wasatch got one. Yeah, in a way that we don't have kids, really. Yeah. It wouldn't have done a very good job for anybody to move in and wrestle 138, now would it? You're kind of set at 138 and 45. You don't yeah, need we, one of those. We put, we told them to go somewhere else, like PG or something. Well, it's kind of hard to – if you're moving from somewhere else and you're moving to Utah County or somewhere around there, why wouldn't you go to PG? Yeah, it's no, true. I, I mean, it, it's a good location. I mean, yeah. when the average house in in Wasatch's district is two million, then PG is a lot nicer to 
place to try to move to. They actually moved to two two point two now. So well, yeah, there go there, there goes me moving to Wasatch. Yeah. Fly fishing sucks in Spanish Fork. What you can't get in the canal over there? Well, I can fish, but it's not as nice as fishing in Wasatch. What about Spanish Oaks? They got a nice little pond there. <laughs> um all right. <clears throat> when uh are is do you have allowing fans or no? I have no clue. I think they're I don't think they're at the highest risk level, so there will should be some fans there. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll reach out to you all and see if they're allowing fans or not. Anyways, well, hopefully, hopefully it was a good. People enjoyed today's show. Any last, any last parting words before we sign off? No, I'm just, I'm just I, honestly, I just hope everybody. Just glad for every match they get this year because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know, if, you know, you might wrestle this weekend and have an outbreak next weekend and not wrestle for two or three weeks. So you, you, yeah. you better take each each match and each tournament and just be happy. No, no questions in the chat, Jeff? No, not to me. Okay. So I think the question about you allowing spectators – yeah, I believe they are just allowing parents only, though. Got gotcha. so parents of the wrestlers. Okay. Thanks, Chris. The only, well, the only yeah, other with, thing I have to risky say. Risky not going there, Jeff. I guess you can't get in there. You don't. Your son won't be there, so. That's true. Well, I can't go anyways. I guess. But I guess if they're allowing parents, then there's no need to stream. If if you stop, if you st well. Some of us are not parents of any of those kids, so we'd still like to see it. It's true, but just stream it. Who's gonna Come stream? on, you have figured that out. Someone will. Is Wasatch being streamed? I have no You don't idea. know. I don't <laughs> You're supposed to. Okay, <laughs> <coughs> that's your job. I know. B6 TV is streaming. Lacey, Lacey, how do you how do you watch it then? On B, what's V six TV? Lacey, I'm gonna unmute yourself. Give us the inside scoop. We're waiting. I'm just following the parent chat, so it's Vernal's TV. But someone else is gonna have to give you more info. Wait, so Vernal is streaming the Vernal match, like the Uinta matches only. JB and Varsity will be live with V6 TV. So how do you watch V6 TV? Is that internet-based or? Let me pull it up. I, I on, think I watched. I think I watched the the TLC finals through that. Yeah. It's just on the internet. They 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 do all their a lot of their high school stuff. You know, have you not seen some of their swim stuff they do, Ben? No. Yeah, they'll they'll post like the swim meets and stuff too, or, or not post it, but live it. Well, well, at least the Uinta um, Juab match will be streamed then, right? On V six. Yeah. yeah. Yep. V six. That'll be good. Okay. Well, I guess that's all we got today. Hey, follow Beehive Twenty Five Rankings on Instagram because I'm trying to be famous. Yes. Hi. 
you just started that. If you get on Instagram, follow that. Um, if you're if you're interested in the kids that are on the bubble, then that's what we're talking about there right now. I'm gonna get on. I haven't even really looked at it, so I'm offended, Jeff. I'm getting there. Right there. There you go. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we'll try and be back in two weeks from now with hopefully some good. No, two weeks from now is Chris, oh, Christmas Eve, so we will not be back in two weeks from now. It will do not, Tuesday. I have, we have the Rec League State on that Tuesday. We'll do it Tuesday after Rec League State. Or we could do it Wednesday the 23rd. Wednesday. Wednesday. So we'll be back. We'll try and get back that week. Also, we have we, – we'll figure out the All-Stars semi-soon. Um, we've got to start making our all-star picks actually. I mean, all-star picks typically happen semi-soon. So we got to start figuring that out. Uh, so yeah, anyways, thanks for listening. We'll get this posted on the podcast. I don't even know where they're at, where they at Apple podcasts or whatever. So take, make sure you follow us on those. Um, makes it easy to listen to. So we'll see you guys back in a couple weeks. All right. Oh, will you send me that password, Jeff?